You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to Orange County's longest running business talk show. And yes, I am your host, Rick Franzi. And boy, do we have a good show planned for you today. Why do you ask? Because Caitlin Tran is our guest. She is the founder and CEO of NutriPair. Caitlin, welcome to the program. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rick. It's a pleasure to be here with you. And I really appreciate you having me on the show. And ever since our pre-interview conversation last week, I've been super excited to share more about my journey and about NutriPair to the audience. So let's start with your journey. Take us back in time and talk to us about your original inspiration and the motivation that you had to start NutriPair. Yeah, I'll, I'll take us back to my life, too, when, when all of this started. So I was fresh into that first year of college. So I, I was in college at, at UCI, UC Irvine, really close by to us. I was a pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical sciences major at the time, which that was awesome. But I found I didn't really fall in love with it like I thought I would. And I remember going into college and hearing everyone say that most of the students are going to change their major at least one or two times. And I remember thinking to myself, no, no that's not going to be me. I love medicine. But then after that first quarter, I found myself being a part of that statistic. So going into my second year, I was undecided. I was confused on what I wanted to do with my life and I had no idea what I was interested in because I had never thought of it before. I always thought it was going to be pharmacy. And this was also during that time of when COVID started. So all the school events, all the classes, everything was was online. So we started becoming remote that right right into that set, the first quarter of the second year. But I had signed up to this women in business and finance panel. And afterward, I messaged one of the panelists and she was so nice. She she was super caring and she was listening to and I actually feel bad that she had listened to this, but she was listening to me telling her all about my struggles with what I wanted to do, what I thought I was good at. And she was like, hey, why don't you take a class in entrepreneurship and and just see where it goes, see if you like it or not. And I I totally shut that down because just here I was just a few weeks ago thinking I wanted that cushy pharmacy job and now entrepreneurship that the amount of risk that involves and uncertainty. I, I did not think that was for me, but I believe her name was Cindy Ewing. So Cindy Ewing, if you're listening to this, thank you for telling me to do that because then the next time I signed up for classes, there was a computer science class and I don't even know how I signed up for it because I was still undecided at the time and it was supposed to be restricted from everyone that was not in the school of computer science, but I, I signed up for it. And that class did not teach me a single thing about program or code or anything about technology. But instead that class had told all of us, all the students to come up with a business idea then pitch it to the class and then vote for which business idea or pitch was the best. And then the rest of that quarter form teams and work on that winning business idea. And I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was luck or if somehow I persuaded people in the class, but my idea was one of the few that moved forward. And it was a very rudimentary version of NutriPair. And mm. that was really, really exciting. 
because throughout that time too, my mom had gotten diagnosed with breast cancer. And that that was a huge pill to swallow for, for our family because not only was that diagnosis like, oh my goodness, where did that come from? How did this come about? What do we do now? But also we had such a huge shift in our family to then focus on food and then also food and drug interactions. And that topic was something that we had to pay such close attention to with little to no knowledge of understanding how to dine out with those kinds of dietary restrictions at first. So then after that, I was researching and, and I was looking at, okay, well, what are the solutions out there? What are people doing? I found so many different communities on Facebook, on Instagram, on even YouTube with people who had dietary preferences, dietary restrictions, who were going through all the different struggles that my family and I were going through, even if it wasn't breast cancer. So that's kind of how the idea started, where it started, and then how it started to form into what it is today. What an interesting journey. Thank you for taking us through that. It's uh, That was a very um, twisting and turning, serendipitous, but life happens. And I love it when an entrepreneur has a business idea that is born from a personal experience or need. And that sounds like what we're talking about here with you and Nutripair, Caitlin. But let's talk about what Nutripair is. What What's the vision for the solution? Who are you going to help? What problems are you solving? And why will people choose to use your application? Yeah. So just, just like my family and how we went through so many struggles and, and pain points of trying to figure out, okay, well, mom's food and drug interactions restricts her diet from X, Y, Z ingredient. Or for example, if someone is gluten-free or someone is pescatarian, how can we make dining out and finding new restaurants in whatever location they're in as easy, as convenient, and safer for them as well. So that's been our mission to accomplish. And, and our vision is we, we hope that we can make dining out as simple as a one, two, three step process. And you can explore all these different new cuisines and restaurants in your local area or if you're traveling as well. And that's where we hope to accomplish all of this with a mobile app. So we're, we're hosting all of this on a, on a platform on your phone so that you can easily access it everywhere. But food accessibility and being able to access food that is perfect for you at any given point is our North Star. So you've been working at this concept three years or so? Yeah, a little over three years now. It doesn't feel like it, but it's, yeah, we're getting to the four-year birthday soon. So any pivots in the business model or the market address, or I'm sure you've learned a lot over that time frame. Time frame. Can you share a little bit of maybe what the changes have been or the pivots at least? Yeah, we've had so many pivots. Like I mentioned before, that very first initial idea of NutriPair started three and something years ago in a classroom setting with little to no business knowledge, no customer discovery at all. So at first it was just, it was like a food tracker. Honestly, it was a, an idea of a smarter food tracking application that slowly just migrated its way forward, but we've pivoted the business idea at least three or four times throughout mm -hmm. the three years. 
And we did all that based on customer discovery. So going out there, talking to people with these problems, pitching the idea at pitch events, gaining feedback from mentors, advisors, networking, and just hearing the sounds of society and what people are looking for, what problems they're facing. All of that has accumulated <laughs> us to create the product that we know is strong. And we know a lot of people go through these problems and we can solve them based on what we've heard, based on us going out there and talking to people. So what is the anticipated revenue model for NutriPair? Yeah, so so there's a couple of different revenue streams, like with any business. One of the main ones is the subscription model. So the, the base level of the, of the platform, we want to make it very accessible to everybody. So it's free. But there's a lot of really cool bells and whistles that will make your life a lot easier if you upgrade to premium. So it's a monthly premium subscription that, that people can purchase. But also on the restaurant side, there's a lot of benefits for restaurant owners, restaurant tours to host their allergy menus, their nutrition information on the NutriPair website, because we bring people from all different types of dietary preferences and backgrounds onto the app. So you can pay for a sponsored listing to be at the top of people's recommendation platforms or recommendation lists on, on our platform, also based on a subscription model. So we work on, on two ends. We work with the restaurants and we make sure that we can help them find the customers that can dine their menu items. And then we also help the restaurant or the, the customers that dine at those restaurants are users. So there's it's a two-sided market. So this is a technology play. Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. So it's that, that fun intersection between being social and, and, and making sure that you're being in person, you're able to meet with your friends, your family, dine out easily, but also use technology as a support system. So on your website, there's a number of uh, blog posts of recent and past competitions that you've been in, fast pitch, entrepreneur, where you have placed very well. So I'm wondering, what has that experience of getting up in front of a group of uh, advisors or investors or critics and presenting your business pitch and then being successful by being recognized as one of the best pitches, how has that helped you on your journey with NutriPair? Definitely confidence. When when I was starting this in my second year of college, and, and now I'm, I'm not in school anymore, I've graduated, I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to continue this, which is awesome. Right. But starting out with not even understanding how to build a business, but just shooting your shot at these competitions and then learning from not winning to competing again after you have lost has been so gratifying and, and validating to the business as well. Because at first when you don't have a product to actually give to people to try, the best thing that you can do is verbalize it, learn how to best communicate it, go pitch it, and see what type of feedback you can get for, for the pitch deck, for the way that you communicate the, the storyline. And it's, it's such a surprise being able to go into the pitch competitions, especially at, at UCI, especially at Fullerton, and having the university support you and support innovation for students. So it's, it's been really, really 
gratifying and the support system that we've built from there, the advisors, the mentors that we've been able to meet and connect with that still help us to this day. So all of those different experiences have been so helpful for us as a team. And then also bringing in other students from different departments at the schools to be a part of this mission has been really, really valuable and, and something that I don't think we would have been able to get if we weren't a part of a system like UCI. Yeah, it's great experience and great exposure at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you, exactly. you get both of those benefits. I'm, I'm wondering, what have you seen or what do you project as the total available market for NutriPair? How big of an issue or need is there for this app? Yeah, I mean, in, in America alone, there's 32 million people who have dietary restrictions. That doesn't encompass dietary preferences, too. Mm -hmm. And I remember that number came up to be at least double of, of that 32 million people with a dietary preference or dietary restrictions. So the market is huge. And especially when we start taking a look at kids who are going through this problem and then the parents that have to bring the kids to school and then get snacks for them on the way home. Or if you're a working mom and, and you're picking your kids up from school and you need dinner, what are you going to do? How are you going to easily find something that's different almost every single day? Or when you're going to somewhere like Disneyland or Legoland or amusement parks with your kids, you need something simple. You need something easy. You need something that is stress-free and guides you to the perfect location to where you're at and what your child is going through. So not only are we helping the 32 million people that have these restrictions, we're helping those that have the dietary preferences, but more importantly, we're helping the families as well be able to live their lives with ease and not have to stress over what are we going to eat and where are we going to get it every single day. Excellent, Caitlin. It seems to me as you're explaining your business in more detail that you really have two challenges. One is customer acquisition, getting people to download the app and to use it. But then also you need the restaurants to be on your platform so that people, you, you need both sides of that equation, don't mm -hmm. you? And those are different challenges, aren't they? Yeah, they definitely are. And we're lucky enough that we have a great team to, to help us work through all those obstacles. And the great thing, too, about these pitch competitions is that they ask you those questions. In order to move forward, you have to have answers to all those possible outcomes and, and understanding risk management. And so being able to go through those pitch competitions, building this business at a young age has really helped me gain different skill sets in, in so many different areas. So I see that we have a question and it says, for those starting out establishing a business, how would you re recommend finding a group of people who are as passionate about your business idea as you are? Where do you go to talk to people? I love that question. And having a support system is something that is so, so important when you're building a business. And let's say you're at a university, which I, I don't know what, what universities have this, but most of them do. I know most of them in, in Southern California do. They have a center for entrepreneurship. A lot of the times they have consultants there. They have other students who are building businesses. They have incubators as well. If you have any local support systems within your university, your work areas in Irvine, I know there's something called One Million Cups, for example, mm -hmm. you can email them and be like, hey, 
I need some help. I'm gonna, I wanna, I'd love to pitch this idea to you, hear your thoughts. And also if anyone would like to join me on this journey, I'd love to have you be a part of the team and work through all of these different obstacles and, and bring the idea into reality. The most important thing I would say as an entrepreneur is being able to share your story and make people understand where this passion comes from and also how they can be a part of it and how they relate to it and how they can make an impact by joining your mission. Caitlin, that is, that's a great holistic look at the ecosystem that you, you need to find your tribe. And there yeah. are many places that, uh, but it's, it's not just a good idea with a good plan. It's the entrepreneur as well. I've talked to many investors and many times they're investing as much in you as the founder as they are in your business idea. They're betting on the people as much, if not more than the good idea or implementation as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I've heard, too. And going out to those networking events or I know there was something there was a SoCal startup day going to those types of events, too, and pitching your idea with the people that you meet. You never know who you're going to come across. You <laughs> right. right. An investor, yeah. a team member, someone who's already doing something similar, who would love to bring you on board. Who knows? The the world is filled with crazy coincidences and you just really got to throw yourself out there and right. pitch your idea and see where it takes you. It takes a lot of energy to be an early stage founder, isn't it? It takes. Yeah. But the good thing is if you start early, you got a lot of time to fail and get back up. <laughs> there you go. Cause everybody does have setbacks. No one, I mean, I don't know of any business model that hasn't hit some setback and you got to be able to overcome it. I'm wondering in all the advisors and people that you've talked to, is there a piece of business advice that you could share with our audience today that's been helpful for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the best piece of business advice, and this is probably more mental help, but it's fear is going to be your biggest obstacle. It's, it's going to be something that you've created in your mind. And I'm not saying fear as in danger. I'm not saying like, don't be afraid of accidents or falling or you know dangerous things. But I'm saying the fear of getting started, the fear of going out there and pitching your idea, the fear of doing something that no one thinks you can do or something that's never been done before. And I've, I've, I've had a really hard time with that because especially when my mom was first going through treatment, doing her surgeries and, and all that, I was balancing school. I was taking care of my grandparents. I was working at a consultant at the UCI Entrepreneur Center, and I was building NutriPair. So I had to, to juggle a lot. And I, I remember just thinking to myself, why am I doing all this? There is so much on my plate and I just cannot do it. But, and, and this is something that I feel like would resonate with a lot of children of immigrants. My, my mom came to the US with not a, not a lick of English. She's a single mom, so she raised me on her own. And I remember just sitting there looking around and being like, wow, my, my mom has put me through school. My mom has put a roof over my head, supported me with, with everything that I could possibly need to do something great, to do something that no one has ever done before because I've been given all the opportunities to do that. It would be a disservice if I didn't take those chances, if I didn't just shoot my shot out there. So fear to me is something that is a mental construct that you can't let it talk you out of trying something new. And that's the biggest piece of advice that I feel like I have gotten from the other entrepreneurs that I've spoken to, the successful business owners that, that I've networked with. That's fantastic. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm wondering what your vision 
for the future is can you can you we'll have you back on the show at some point in the future caitlin what's going to be bigger brighter different where are you taking nutripair yeah well we're we're looking to go into the market with nutripair in in early 2024 so it's a couple months away but we're really excited all right so we are accepting exclusive access signups or, or registration and you can find that on our website. It's uh, uh, Nutripair or www.nutripair.co. There should be a sign up link there. So we're looking to, to bring this into the market. And then, but first, have a small group of exclusive access users on the platform before we publicly release it. Mm -hmm. and the vision that, that we have for the future is to make eating out and dining out restaurant discovery as easy as possible. And I want to do my best to share my experiences with everyone out there, with everyone in our community to just live your dream, do your best to build whatever dream business you have because it's now or never. And if it's not you, then who? So that's that's what I see for for our future with NutriPair. And then that's that's what we're working towards. I love that. If it's not you, then who? That's a good question. That's part of the reason why the open of the show, when I have a founder such as yourself on my show, I like to talk about the motivation and inspiration because it takes a lot of faith to be an entrepreneur, especially in early of an early stage company. So I'm I'm very happy that you were you agreed to be on the program. I find your story fascinating. I have all the confidence in you and your business model as possible. I'm sure it's going to scale and be wildly successful. So I can't wait to have you back on the show so you can talk about all the great things that you've accomplished. Thank you for being our guest today on the program. Thank you so much, Rick. It was awesome. I love spending time here and can't wait to be back soon. And I'd like to thank the audience. You're part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. Caitlin's episode is now part of our archives and we have over 1400 shows in the archives focused on Orange County entrepreneurs. And if you are an Orange County entrepreneur and you have a story to tell and you'd like to be on the show, Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Coincidentally, that's also our company's website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. Yeah.